Welcome, dear listener, to the Eldritch Hour. We are a horror-themed tabletop roleplay podcast containing violent and mature themes. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> <laughs> episode of the star on the shore. The investigators all began experiencing a series of delusions, dreams, hallucinations, or perhaps reality warping and manifesting all around them each experiencing their own personal event, they eventually all snapped awake, simultaneous as if programmed by some unseen force, but with no memory of how they got to their beds, and with evidence that the previous unnerving traumas were in fact real, the group convenes in the living room, together once again, and decides it's time to share what they've learned and lived through over the past 24 hours. So our intrepid party takes to the empty streets of Rockport once again to swap secrets in the mists. All right, well, the four of you are out on the street, the still ever foggy streets. Um, and at the moment, it doesn't appear that anybody is around. Tommy's still on the tire swing, swinging. Um, but, uh, where is your destination or what direction at least are you headed? Um, I would say we had away, uh, as like away from town as we could, but there's only that one road. So I would say we would turn onto Prospect Street. That's my suggestion. Yeah. Just do a lap around the block. Yeah. Okay. Just sort of right. away from any other places that we've been, essentially. Hmm. Alright. Um so um how how was y'all's night? Mine was horrible. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, what happened? What happened to you guys? Like, what? What did you guys find out? I guess. Uh, so we we headed to the mechanics place to to get the car fixed. Um, on the way there, we met some sort of military war hero of some sort. Uh, went to the post office. That yelled at the person. Dead end. No leads. Uh. Uh, apparently there's some sort of cults, uh... There's definitely a cult. Yeah, uh, I think there might be a couple, actually. A couple? Yeah. So, what is her name? Wolf? Wolf, yes, correct. Where is... Uh... At the post office mentioned something about a cult, but I, I feel like it's a different cult than what everybody else has been talking about. 
so anyways, we 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 were headed to the cemetery to find uh, Mr. Sterling, and on the way there, we ran across some sort of crazy noise uh, creature making some weird noises. A creature? A creature. Could not find the creature at all. Um, we, we ended up in an abandoned house where we found um, a set of robes. What, they, do you um, remember what they looked they, like? They weren't blue, were they? Absolutely, we're blue. They—they were blue. <laughs> um, the house was completely abandoned, and we found a message on the back of one of the mirrors that said, "We dug too deep." Well, we did pass a quarry where I um, became mm-hmm. temporarily deafened by sounds of dynamite. It sounds to be active, so perhaps it's yeah. Some something to do with that. By the digging. Um, yeah, a- after that, we ran into the uh, caretaker at the cemetery, Lump, I believe his ah, name was. Lump. He's a good fellow. Um, apparently, the, the dead rise. That's a thing that happened here. Well, you know, I don't know that I fully believe that, but I would love to see evidence, so I asked him yeah. if, if any, any arises. So after that, we found a secret passage, actually, in uh, one of the mausoleums of... Oh, yes, I, I found the same one, actually. Thomas Prang? Yeah. Uh, there was like a little little hole in the back corner. Or yeah, one of the, one, one of the, uh, one of the stones was able to, to lift up and reveal the tunnel. So we, we went down the tunnel. I ran across uh, a creature. A creature? That, uh, same did this creature? To him. Another creature? Different. I pull out the picture and show them. Oh, for fuck's sake, um, is... I have, <laughs> I have Tommy's drawing one in my list of handouts. Yeah. Um, is it the oh. same? Yes, it absolutely is. Cool, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I've seen this before as well. Oh, you've seen this thing? What do you mean you've seen no, this before? The little boy, the boy who was sketching. The, the boy the was sketching. The little boy is the monster? No! Okay, calm down. Alright, calm down. Oof. Calm, calm, we're calm, alright? <laughs> Tommy, the little boy who was drawing in front of the house when we arrived at the woods house, when I went to go see his sketches, this was one of them. He said they came from the sea, like, came from the water. That's definitely true. That makes sense, because we were pretty close to, I, I'm pretty sure, the, the the end. We can hear the water, and the, it, the water was getting deeper uh, the further we went into this tunnel. Right, there were three tunnels, so, and the one we went down seemed like it was getting yeah. very, very close to the shore. Yes. Okay. Um, he didn't anyways, seem to it, like to talk, but if he's seen them come from the water, maybe he's knows more about them. I don't know. Maybe we could talk to a child. It seems like he would be more willing to give information than some of the people in this town. Well, he, he was on the tire swing earlier, so I, mm-hmm. I guess we could talk to him. I should talk to him. So, yeah, we went to the hospital after that where he got bandaged up and uh, asked out on a date. Whoa, what? <laughs> How is this relevant? No, it's not. I just like... It's like how, how, um... How bad is this wound that you received from this thing? Like, I gesture to my face. It's going to leave some scarring, but... <laughs> well, you're bandaged up currently. I... The, the salt water helped? <clears throat> sure. It, it appears large in the image. <laughs> yeah. It was it was human size. Very uh, strong. So after the hospital, we went to get the the lamb from the butcher, and then went back to the woods house. Uh, actually, the butcher said uh, he talked about the, the the cult as well. Actually, um, 
the the one the, the ones with the blue robes yeah that he he was asked to join and declined well so, the, the reason we didn't news. want to talk in the house is this very reason yes the butcher's dead or at least was taken oh god by the cult because as the man uh, who proceeded no. to try and attack sterling um said that you were was... attacked yeah <laughs> uh i guess we should go into our day as well <laughs> <laughs> well that was basically um, almost the very end of our days so that was the end of our day yeah <laughs> we weren't sure if you yeah, remembered to pick up we haven't even gotten to the strange part of our day yeah. Um... Oh, you haven't. None of this was strange prior. Okay. Well. Oh, I mean, this was strange, but it got really weird at the I end. Mean, I agree. It did get really weird at the end. All right. Well. It, anyways, let's let, let's hear about yours and get caught up to where we were. Um. So I went to motif number one and met a handful of artists. Uh, learned that a bunch of the artists aren't actually artists. They just get like a calling of some kind and come and want to draw. Were, were they all paintings of the barn? Yeah. Well, I... Uh, so... I thought some they of were. them weren't. Oh, some, some of them, of them weren't. weren't after, because one after, of them was drawing a bunch of random stuff. Uh, after we got back to the house after the butchers... Uh, we we waited at the house for maybe an hour or two, waiting for you guys to come back. We left looking for you, went towards mm -hmm. the barn, and found some paintings that had nothing to do with the barn. Yeah, they're... What, uh, um, what were the paintings? They they were the constellations that we saw in the dig site. Is that all it was? Just dots on a... I mean, there was, there was obviously there was other things, but that was the most prominent part of the paintings. There was like, uh, there was one with the, just a sunrise. Uh, there was the, one of the lighthouses shining its light directly at the stars. Were these, were these paintings painted very well? Were they very no. well executed? No, sorry. Uh, I mean, I'm, they were. I must. The, they were decent. They were pretty decent, yeah. Because this sounds familiar. I think well, we saw those paintings, Shah, in the gallery. No, we did. So, the painters who were painting the motif aren't painters, but there was one. He was an older man, and he wasn't just painting the motif. He was painting other stuff, and they were probably the best looking. And that's where I met okay. uh, O'Grady. Was that his name? O'Casey? O'Casey. O'Casey. I met him first there, and he was talking about how that older man was the best of their artists, if I remember correctly. Um, what was his name? I never got their names. They didn't tell hmm. me their names. They couldn't even speak. They couldn't even make coherent sentences. All they wanted to do was paint and paint. <laughs> okay, it. Josh... One of those paintings had an artist's signature on it that you okay. gave me. Can I okay. roll something to remember the name? Um, yeah, if you want to give me a give me an intelligence check, uh, okay. if you want to remember that. Ooh, seventy out of eighty. Very nice. Uh, one um, of them I, I did notice was signed. Uh, it was Carl... Does that say Witten? Carl Witten, I believe, was the name. Does that ring any bells? It may have been some of the paintings that were at... We didn't catch any of the names on the paintings if they mm. were at the art museum. Or yeah, the art I was under the impression that they were painted by O'Casey, but... No, so the art association has in the main part of the gallery the landscape paintings are the ones painted by the artists who come and do motif number ones. The ones that were painted by O'Casey were the ones with the really strange architectural and right, right, right. Because apparently, all the artists that come are basically all the paintings they have to do get 
taken by the art association and then I guess they do an auction for some of them which is probably why there's a bunch of art in all of the houses of like the same freaking kind of painting so where did you where did you find these paintings exactly they were just outside there was nobody around there was these three paintings on the easel still and then there were three lanterns just left on the ground now I remember when we first got here, uh, I believe it was Sarah had mentioned that sometimes the artists just leave or disappear. Yeah, they basically show up, and then when they're done, yeah. they leave. And they're just gone. Well, these paintings had been inside the gallery prior to that, it sounds like. And yeah, have been placed like there it, yeah. well past their completion. Um, because we saw them you know, hanging yeah. up. In, in the gallery, with plaques yeah. below them and, and everything. Interesting. I, I don't, I don't, I can't speak to that, but, um, yeah, what, what else, what else happened before we ran into each other, Sean? Um, that was pretty much it. I was on my way to the art association when we, like, I basically left the, uh, barn area and then I was heading towards the art association when we bumped into each other. And then we went to the art association together. Yeah, we were together um, the whole day after that as well. All I did before yeah. was talk to Lump in the cemetery. Um, I just asked him about the crow incident. And he just sort of recounted everything that Sarah had mentioned and um, <laughs> dropped the, uh, the dead rise into the conversation very casually. Um, he seems mostly harmless as a person, but... To be honest, like, from some of the things that have been happening in this town, I I don't doubt that that's actually happening. He was very matter-of-fact and very believable in the way that he said it when I asked him so. I assume that's what he thinks he saw, but maybe it's exactly as it sounds. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, we met up at the art gallery and spoke with O'Casey for a while. He's kind of a prick. Um, not much happened there. We talked to him about the cult, which they call the Order. We, yeah, we learned pretty much order. about the Order from him. We, uh, we They also kind of think we're they're a part of it, but... Yeah, we sort of yeah. told them that we were a part of it. Um, so we, we... Me and Char are technically in it now to some degree um we're supposed to be going to a meeting well good news i know where we can find at least one robe okay that's i guess that's good news i bad <laughs> news is it's in the tunnel with that creature yeah i maybe we find a new robe i don't you know maybe <laughs> maybe a different robe um maybe they're provided at the door i don't know how this works there's here's a I, I I don't think so. I think everybody has their own. We found that in one of the abandoned houses. There are plenty of abandoned houses we could search. Oh. Fair play. Um well, so after that we left, stopped at the cafe briefly, mostly to discover that many standard ordinary people are wearing the symbol of the order. Just very casually. Um the owner of the What is the symbol? Oh, see, this is why I wanted to leave the home as well, because do you remember that wood carving in the lounge, the woods place? It's a, it's a star the with an star eye. star with the eye? Star with the eye. That appears to be don't. their insignia or something like that. But it's in the woods house. Yeah, I see that. Well, I mean, there's a lot of art in there that they just get from I, I assume the art association you said they, they, they sell their paintings yeah. and stuff. There is a chance Perhaps that they're not in any way connected. Yeah. But That's true, but there's still too much of a risk of them being connected and then us just well, speaking about it casually in front of them might be dangerous. The butcher had very high praise of both Sarah and Phyllis. Yeah. So, and he was against apparently 
the order, so... Well, from my... From my interactions with Sarah and, Phil, and Phyllis, I, I think that they... They seem very nice people, so... But so did the owner to the, of the cafe, you know, it, it could just be sort of, um... Hmm. People following the, uh... The others around them. Could be intimidation. Um... Sure. It's too much of a risk, though. But either way, um... So we we stopped at the cafe, we left there and headed very far up north, just out of town, um, past the quarry. Um, I guess I'll be gesturing on my map as I sort of talk about mm -hmm, the route. Mm -hmm. um, and we, we were headed towards um, the witch's house, which we found out about at the library. The witch's house? Yeah, like, we went to the library after the cafe. So it's a local attraction, and... I guess. I found, I basically was able to dig through their library and find some information about the lighthouses, um, as well as uh, there was reference to a place, places in Pigeon Cove, which Pigeon Cove was where the coordinates led to that was on the, the, the obelisk statuette pedestal. Yeah. So we headed up there. The witch's house was our only real gauge of where Pigeon Cove was, so we just made our way up there. Um, we did speak to the cafe owner and found out about the Order's chapel, um, so that we could maybe investigate it and at least get an idea of what's going on. Um, and that happens to be in the same area, so we, we just decided to head all the way up there and kill two birds with one stone. Um, but we met the Reverend Sardon, who basically leads the cult, the order. He's a That's very um, he's a cre cre creepy man. He's very, very uncomfortable um, to be around. Mm -hmm. But And I didn't get to pick up much of it, but I was able to see their Bible, or the Bible that he uses during his sermons, I guess. Um, and uh, there was a lot of notes in the margins and words crossed out and just changes made almost to like fit a specific agenda I guess uh, but he did tell us that the god speaks through him and that we will hear from the order in the next couple Wait, of days the god not just god yeah I found that a bit odd as well yeah That's what he said. Um, so that's kind of where our lie got out of hand, you see. So, yeah. to not spook Mr. Sarden, I sort of told him about the dream I had um, the first night when we arrived. Um, and he was very interested in the dream, and in dreaming in general. And later come to find out that Charlotte also had the same dream, which is concerning... Um, and I'm worried that you, you also have the dreams. Uh, describe the dream. Yeah. Um, what dream? It was a dream about an island with two lighthouses being two lighthouses attacked yep. by a monster. Monster, and it, yep, I had the same dream. Yeah, I was afraid of that. Yeah, the same. Yep, that was. Yeah, we were concerned. That was that would be. Was safe. that Thatch? Didn't I have the same one too? I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all I said. Yeah, the same one. Okay. Oh. <laughs> well, we, did, we just didn't hear you. <laughs> um, I told him about that dream, and he was very interested. Like, very interested. And I told him I wanted answers about why I was having these dreams and why I ended up here in this town, which is perhaps a half-truth. Um, and he said that they, the cult would be in touch with me and Shah when they were having their next meeting or, or whatever um, gathering. Um, so I don't know when that was, will be. Um, he claims it's sort of um, just inspired. It's not scheduled. Um, but that was basically all that happened there. Um, we headed to the witch's house, had a conversation with the witch in question, who the town apparently hates to some degree. Um, 
found out a few things. We learned we learned specifically that the star, um, potentially the fallen star that uh, Sterling is is searching for, was called here by the Order themselves. That was the biggest. Yeah, the wor- the wording was very strange, and she mm-hmm. was sort of a bit of a strange person in general, so it did not feel out of place for her to say that. But, um, we spoke with her. She said that she attends the the same meetings, but sort of but out of it. yeah, just out of the duty to not be ostracized any further than she is. I think. Um. I guess she did give us some potentially good a good avenue to uh, to search. Right, she told us about Old Man Douglas. There's apparently a paranoid man in the woods somewhere past the quarries who is very good at finding things. So possibly... Potentially can help us find our statue. Yeah, or perhaps already knows where it is. Uh, paranoid to the extent that they booby-trap where they live, so it's not a safe journey to seek them out. But at least it's something, I guess. We run out of ideas. A direction. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we went to the butcher because we were unsure if you guys had uh, done the errand. And that was when um, we heard the sound of rustling by the butcher. Uh, which Sterling very bravely confronted. Well, to be honest, um, I thought it was just people. I, I, I have... <laughs> well, it was people, but <laughs> murderous people. They tried people, to apparently. hide from me uh, um, very unsuccessfully, mm-hmm. thinking that I couldn't hear them from the bushes just up off the road. I called, I called out to them, and they split up from each other, whilst one assailed me with a, a hefty dagger in his hand. Wearing blue robes, as you've described. Well, we did run into something hiding in bushes earlier as well, but they didn't attack us, they just ran away. So we're not entirely sure if it was a person or another one of these fish things. It was trailing a lot of mucus-like residue. Definitely did not oh, seem like right. a person. Yeah, we did not have that experience. So much has happened, I forgot about that. So, um, it was just a person in the end. They attacked me. I somehow won that fight. Um, I ended up with their dagger pointed at them and um, continued the lie that I was a part of the Order instead <laughs> of... <laughs> I, I didn't really have... I wasn't in my right mind. I was full of adrenaline, and um, I slapped him. It was very it was, it was very crazy. Um, but basically, he mentioned a person called Gabriel, was it? Gabriel, yeah. It was the first, of, first time hearing it, and that this person would be upset at hearing I was... You know, me and Shah were a part of the Order, and him not having known, basically. Yeah, he was basically upset that we interfered with them. Get they? He basically informed us that they took the butcher and was going to be the next sacrifice in the next meeting, um, and that if we were part of the order, we would know that. Um, but then he mentioned uh, a man named Gabriel, and that he probably wouldn't like us very much. Um, it sounded sort of like Gabriel and Sarden had some disagreement or perhaps there was a a sect of you know within the cult that perhaps cared more about one of their opinions or something like you know i'm reading a bit too far into it i suppose but um it sounded like they were mad that sardin was interested in us becoming a part of the order well that's what amos thought yeah that's why i find it strange i'm not sure if that if that's what that is but um but yeah, he mentioned he he said he was confused why Sardin would let us be a part of the order just then. And I kind of helped keep the lie going, saying we were already a part of the order. Um and then yeah, he mentioned Gabriel, uh seeing what Gabriel would think of us or something like that. And then yeah, 
I'm assuming whoever he was with took, who ran off away from us, was taking the butcher. I don't know if he's still alive or if he was already dead, but... Well, if they need him for the sacrifice at the next meeting, he's probably still alive. Do we know when the next meeting is? No, they just said to wait. Um, someone would would inform us when the next meeting would occur. I also may have told Sarden that I'm staying at the Woods House. Which is another reason to not have this conversation there. Um, but I only told him that with regards to telling us when the meeting would be, so it wasn't me just giving right. him every piece of information I had. I, I did try to keep as much as I could to myself. But... Did you tell him about me and Amos too? Or do he, they think it's they, just you they two? Think it's just us two. Um, okay, so what happened next? So then we went back to the woods house where we found that the house was almost completely like quiet, completely dark. Um, but the yeah, the dining room was still lit, and we found the plates of the lamb in the kitchen. Um, so we kind of just had a rehash of the attack that happened, and then uh, everything sort of went sideways. Things started to. <laughs> I, I, I'm hating this conversation more and more. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, the, the wallpaper started to melt. And then I had a nightmare, basically, um, involving a number of horrifying I don't things. Think it... um, and I woke up in my bed that I don't remember getting to. Yeah, I, I got uh, basically dumped into water. Uh, and I was swimming towards a lighthouse. Um, and I don't think it was a dream because when I woke up in my bed, I was still damp from the water. Um, I no, don't know that there is any credence to it. Oh, sorry, what did you say? I said nighttime is weird around here. I guess so, yeah. Daytime is weird around here. But why would I wake up wet still? Like, I, when I tell you my clothes, all of me was just clearly had been dunked in water. How? I wish I could answer that. I sank into snow and woke up freezing cold. Same thing. I am. Um, I don't know that there's actual credence to it, but the events of my dream were a bit abstract but during it I attempted to look at my my pocket watch in hopes to ground myself in the real world which failed of course um, but then I attempted to imagine I was where I where I started before the nightmare began and then I did wake up now I don't know that this is anything you know of a matter of control over the happenings but um, it could just be coincidence I did sort of wish I were back home and woke up in the bed. I mean, for mine, I had just the main goal of getting to land, and then suddenly a light, there was a lighthouse, and its light was shining, but it wasn't revolving the way that lighthouse lights should be. It was pointing directly at me, and then suddenly it was raising me out of the water, and then I was in bed. It's not good. Whatever it's happening, it's not good. We're no longer sharing the dream um, in terms of its events, but there is still a link between them. We're experiencing the dream. Do you know what time it was when you had this experience? Because we roughly know the approximate time. Yeah, it was probably around 8 last night. That's pretty close to when it happens for us as well. Yeah, we were, uh, we had, uh, met up with the military person that we ran into earlier in the morning. Um, Mr. Thatch was playing cards. I was sitting at a separate table, 
uh, drinking a glass of milk. Everything went, as you said, sideways. Everything started melt. Uh, I ran out of the building. All of the surrounding buildings became giant. There was a green, like, olive-colored light I heard in my grandmother's voice. And I went towards the voice and the light, and I then woke up in my bed. I saw all my dead friends with their bodies ripped apart before I got sucked into the Jesus snow. Christ. That's horrifying. My God. Wasn't fun. What was the last thing you did before you woke up? Me? Mm-hmm. Yes. At an 8-4. Waiting to see the turn. Table started melting. The colonel and the rest of the folks started sinking into the floor. Just pools of black emptiness in his face. And then I was back in Russia. appears to be taking into consideration the things that you have already in your mind, so it does sound like a dream or a nightmare. Might not be any connection, but the last two nights we've been at this house, ate their food, drank their drinks, and then have had these weird visceral dreams not saying it's directly responsible but I'm not going to have anything from this house just to see if that shakes up whatever pattern that we're stuck into well I did have some tea from the witch Um, perhaps that was a mistake but no one else had anything from the witch Uh, how could it have no that's the same. But you ate the lamb and whatever else you fixed, right? I did, yeah. Well, the one thing we do all have in common is that we ate the lamb. Mm-hmm. And the night before, we ate their food there, too. So if there's some kind of hallucinogen that they're fixing into their food or their drink... The butcher had mentioned something about, like... The, the livestock around the area. Do you remember that? He did. Oh, Perhaps shit. Perhaps what was something that? is tainting the livestock? It seemed just like he was trying to make small town talk. I didn't give too much attention to what he was talking about with I didn't cows. either. It seemed like he was just feeding... Oh, a good-natured small-town guy talking about his business when we were supposed to pick up a little. Right. I feel like nothing in this town is small talk. <laughs> um, it may be a small... You know, I don't want to ride the paranoia train with Thatch about the food in the water, but um, Phyllis is very adamant about me not helping her when she's making food. Um, I do offer to help clean up or... You know, I, this morning when she was making breakfast, I asked her if she needed any help, and she said that she doesn't like people rifling through the kitchen while she's in there, or something like to that. To that regard, you know, not, perhaps not the same words, but I, I thought nothing of it other than like a motherly attention to taking care of other people. But um, Thatch has kindly planted that seed in my brain now. Should we maybe take a look through the kitchen next time we're there? I think we ought to, yeah. I've all. You should. Who knows what we expect to see, though? That's true. I have already eaten <laughs> food from her today. Uh, possibly not great. I had a but... little, too. Well, well, I haven't. So... I haven't either. So... You guys, I guess, can feel free to continue eating. <laughs> I will do my very best. 
At the worst, we have a case study group. <laughs> Still a full science experiment. <laughs> With half consumers, half abstaining. You guys are the control group. That's what I was. Hopefully, this won't take very long and you guys can eat soon. I mean, ideally, not everybody in this town is trying to drug us. Well, the ones who might not uh-huh. be seem to be taken away in the night. Well, True. as I said, there were a lot of abandoned houses. Perhaps there's still some good food. In those if anything, houses. I put my trust in Adelaide at the witch's house. She does not appear to have the capacity oh, to okay. to really cater to all of us, but I don't disagree. No, but she's an option if we need food. Well, you two need just you know. You two need robes anyway, and if we're going to look through these houses to see if we can't find you guys some attire for your well, cult meeting at some point. From my perspective, talking with Sarden, he's aware that we're new to this whole thing, so we might very well just be provided with attire um, appropriate for the event as well. So if you guys can guarantee that, maybe you can get in um, more convincingly. Yeah. If you uh, even want to join us on such a horrifying, you know, idea. A ridiculous adventure. (laughs) I mean, it it might not be bad to have eyes on the outside as well. That's very true. Yeah. If things go wrong in there, then you guys need to get out. He also mentioned that the, the sermons don't always take place, or perhaps very rarely take place, at the church itself. He talked about them having them on the, the beach the, and outside. Yeah. On the water. He said on the water. Okay. Didn't he? Didn't he? Didn't he say I, that? He I did. That and I hope you're not yeah. going where I think you're going. Um, I did. That was a part of my dream a bit where I was standing on water with you. Yes. Um, <laughs> lit- literally like. Yes. <laughs> standing upon it. Yeah, right before um, we were standing on water, we were right next to each other. We were in the dining room, and then suddenly we were on water, and then you leaned down to look at water, and then you were gone. You were sucked into the water, and then when I tried to find you, I was dropped into water. It was unpleasant, very unpleasant. But um, I I have the idea that if they're capable of having entire sermons atop liquid water, we are very much... No match for these wizards, because I don't know how you combat that. Yeah, if that's the case and they're doing Jesus meetings on the water, then our employer is going to have to find another guy to finish his job. I took on the water as metaphorical at the time, in that they were at the beach, but... Perhaps they were just on a boat? Maybe. On the water? If you... Well, we were talking to this man. If you heard how he talked, he a hundred percent meant <laughs> on top of the water. I think no. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? You were with me when you heard him talking. Yes, but he a hundred percent. He didn't. He did not. If he was on a boat, he would have said on a boat. I don't think he was on the boat. <laughs> I think he was at a beach. He said on a beach and then on the water. He said them separately. They were two different things. I I am going to choose to hold on to what sanity I still have left. Thank you very much, Shah. And believe that these sermons happen on land. Until proven otherwise. <laughs> we'll see soon enough. Yeah. As far as it's what... hard to keep that kind of a secret under wraps if they're actually walking on the water to where that is true no one's really talking about it. and they're more concerned about painting a barn or the stars or a lighthouse about that, painting this guy walking in the water that's true that's very true you, now you said you met with the mechanic right the um yeah right. she, she seemed pretty cool uh I think she was uh she seemed odd at first but now apparently seems the most normal fucking person in this town I would agree. So she has a nice big cage in her backyard. Oh my god! 
What? Which <laughs> become useful if we're gonna wrangle some fish person later. Did you tell me about that? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were just you were just perusing the <laughs> the, the store at the time, I think. Uh, yeah, I was just walking around the store. You were out in the back. This is Jeanette speaking, but didn't she say something about, like, catching fish people with it or something like that? Catching some sort of creature she saw out in the sea, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, Thatch has not mentioned that yet. <laughs> it was the first moment that yeah, it's come I mean, in conversation. She doesn't trust That us. was a, a light bulb moment. Like, I remembered the, 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 fish, <laughs> the fish cage now. She was weird. Why was she weird? Because she was talking about a giant fish cage and catching something. Oh, son of a... Yep. Well, I was mostly well, asking about her because I would love to leave this town. I don't care about a statue, if I'm honest. Um, my curiosity has its limits, I must say. Did she agree to fix the car? Yeah, uh, she agreed to it when we yeah. we went. We circled back around, didn't we, Amos? And she wasn't there. Uh, Correct. Making yeah. it seem like she had already left to. I think maybe maybe when we went to the the butchers, I think. Right, because the shops right next to each other are closer, yeah. close by. We passed it back. Oh, we, pro- we should probably I mean, I talk to her today. Like Hopefully yeah, she's still alive. Go. I really don't have a good idea of what to do next. Um outside of hopefully getting our car fixed. I need to make a phone call. Um, I'm going to bring my partner up here. He's going to bring some more equipment. And uh, Yes, I have a partner. A friend of mine that was with me in the war saw what I saw. Uh, I'm going to track down that monster that we found in the Tunnels. I'm gonna kill it. So that's your goal here, is to kill this monster you've discovered now. You've heard the disappearances, people going missing. Right. Uh, you've had your run in last night where they took the, the butcher. Who's to say the creature's not also taking things? I mean, that's fair. Um, I, but that's that's what I do. I'll just say that right now. That's, that's what me and my partner do. Is the private investigation thing not real? It's real enough. Real enough. Specified. Sure. Focused. Then why would Warner hire you? <sighs> He seems to apparently know things about certain specialties that we do, apparently. What? He had his reasons to include me on this. That is unfortunate to hear about my good friend, having not told me any of this. Um, I did promise him I'd call him. He entirely opened. I did promise I'd call him as well, so when we go... I mean, where are we getting this f- phone call exactly from? I heard. I imagine the Woods House house. The uh, no, the Woods House doesn't. Um, there's a a police station or something. Is that what it's called? Is it a police station or is it called something else? The police station. Okay, yeah. So the police station has a phone. Okay, well, when we stop by there, I'll have to call Warren up anyways. And... Yeah, I probably should talk to him as well, considering he's my boss. See what life's like back in the big city. Maybe talk to a oh, normal person. We've got a couple of things on the agenda today. Um, the tunnel uh, through the in, in the graveyard that we went down. There was two other tunnels that led off of that main room that we went down. Obviously, considering. You know, gesturing to my face. We didn't explore the other two. 
Um, and there's no telling where they go or what kind of mysteries or solutions lie at the end of those. So. I def and there's a, apparently a whole underground of this town that uh, we don't know about. I am, I am um, interested in the, uh, the plan to seek outside help because I didn't know that I can freely trust everyone in this town, even if they are wearing labels of authority. Um, they may also secretly wear the star with the eyeball. So I do like seeking outside help here. Well, trust me, Crosby shouldn't have much going on. I take it that that's his name. Yeah. Very good. Anything else happened the other day? That seems about it. I think that is the majority of it. Oh, I'm very tired. It's only 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> well, I guess we should start by talking to Tommy now. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. My name is Josh Richter, and if you would like to make contact, you can find me on Twitter at The Eldritch Hour, or you can email the show at theeldritchhour at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show, we have a Patreon page at patreon.com slash theeldritchhour.